This episode of the Pickle Park After Dark podcast is brought to you by Yackel Trucking and Holland. Give Mark a call at 812-691-1855. He specializes in auto, equipment, and RV. He'll haul small equipment such as mini excavators, skid steers. He'll haul your fifth wheel and gooseneck campers. Mention this podcast for a special discount. Again, call Mark Yackel at 812-691-1855. Well, tonight we got me and Brian. Uh, DJ couldn't make it. He is at a uh, Volvo scab convention. And uh, oddly enough, he uh, got picked up for uh, giving unauthorized BJs to truck drivers in the back alley of the parking lot. And uh, Mark's going to be picking his truck up for him and taking it to his house. So uh, anyway, Brian, what's going on, bud? I was... uh... I was kind of disappointed. Uh, I mentioned the podcast, and Mark actually charged me double for making him go to the Volvo convention. Yeah, he was not happy about that, but he did it. He did it. Mark will haul anything. So he don't care about the circumstances either. So give him a call at 812-691-1855. Oh, man. So I thought we were going to jail, but apparently uh, we're going to have to do that at a later time. Well, one so, of us did, so. <laughs> yeah, one of us actually did. Now, nah, we're just kidding. He's uh, He got tied up tonight doing some stuff with his family, so we're just going to have to get a one-on-one with him on that. But it's so definitely Saturday, he's had to work in three years, and all of a sudden he's too tired to talk on the phone this evening. Now, I remember the last Saturday he had to work. He ended up filing a grievance on it, and he didn't end up having to work it. So, I mean, he's pretty good about all that. He, uh, he likes his weekends. He likes his weekends. So, man, one thing I want to talk about right off the bat is, like, my son is obsessed with cocoa melon. And he goes bananas every time cocoa melon comes on, dude. It's like the first time I heard Mud Vein or Slipknot. He's just like a little baby version of a, of a metalhead. He's just like crazy, dude. Uh, does your son? Did your son do that stuff? Oh, uh, Paw Patrol. Oh and man, like around That's a good Halloween. One. If um, if he sees a little kid dressed up like we took him trick or treating last year, there was a little kid dressed up like Marshall, the Dalmatian little fire truck dog. Yeah, he had a fit. Went up and gave that kid a hug and thought he was just the greatest thing ever. And that kid was just like, "Uh, what are you doing?" What do I, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> uh, he, he oh, talk man. About, talk about trucks and Paw Patrol all day long. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way uh, when it comes to trucks or uh, like mine's Family Guy. I love Family Guy, you know, so oh, yeah. Family Guy or yeah. South Park, I, I go pretty much the same fit of crazy frenzy you know so i know you're a big family guy in south park fan too oh yeah yeah it, well the other day i was telling you my trucking career could be summed up by one family guy cutaway uh, uh, muddy waters passing a kidney stone yeah where he's <laughs> playing yeah. the blues progression and screaming that's yeah that, that's trucking yeah yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, there's a there's a lot of sad um, one scene plays that could really sum up trucking, you know. <laughs> and, and we're gonna we're gonna try to get to to all of them eventually. So well, the there's where, just so many. The one where where uh, Lois's dad takes Chris to the orphanage and they, they tells him they're gonna adopt a kid, but then lock the car doors and not let him in. That's like that's like mega carriers trying, you know, you trying to get hired on there they're, they're oh yeah in the back seat of a rolls royce as you struggle to try to get the door open <laughs> come on you're gonna have to do better than that yeah you know if i knew then what i knew now about all that shit oh it saved me a lot of time mm-hmm. uh it was different back then though man i mean they 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 pretty much drill it to your head that you got to do this you got to go over the road and uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this or that, or, or uh, you're never gonna, you know, have shit. And that's totally untrue, man. It's brainwashing, and they're taking advantage of people that don't know shit. You know, so 
that's one thing about this podcast. I hope that that some guys get out. It's like you do have options, <laughs> a lot of them. You know, so and ain't none of them good. Go stay in school, kids. That's ain't good. none of them good. Get an education. Run far away <laughs> from the CDL. Now drugs. we're just, just kidding. It, yeah, sell the trucks. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> we're terrible tonight. Learn learn the metric system. Just don't 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 drive. Yeah. You know. Oh man. Well well um one thing I wanted to talk about tonight um was the whole my last hitch that I just come off of last week uh was another it was a totally different environment than what I'm used to normally. Like we're in like another facility doing the warehousing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'm, I'm very like, I'm in a small bubble of who I talk to, you know, like I talk to like a few people and like outside of that, like I get really caught off guard by people that are like off because I'm not used to that. I'm used to like, you know, for the most part, and, I, and I'm being polite, but people being on the same page. And then, like, there's, like, weird people, and you're just like, oh, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, just making small talk, and then they're, uh, they just start telling you their life story, man. It gets really dark and really weird really fast. And then <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Should not have talked to this guy. I know exactly the type. We are standing in line just trying to get Pay for your drinks, you know, and they're like, yeah, wife left me last week. Like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great story. It, it had a beginning, and a middle, and an end, all in one sentence there, didn't it? And, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, turns out she was sleeping with my brother-in-law, who's also her brother. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, it, dude, like, for real, that's kind of the, I mean, it ain't like that, but it is like that. It's crazy. So, uh <laughs> I just want to buy a Dr. Pepper, and I've got to be somewhere in like eight minutes, and you're you're gonna spend the next seven of that telling me about how your brother-in-law is not such a bad guy, and you probably thought about sleeping with him yourself. And <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I just, I, and you're trying to walk also. away the whole time, you know, and the whole time you're 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 like, all right, well, yep, <laughs> and, the and they just keep the talking to you, seat, like what the. Yeah, this fucking dude's walking around the other side of the truck, hopping in. He's like, what the fuck? Like, moving your lunchbox for you? Oh, I get that. I'm like, oh, what the hell are you doing? He's like, going with you. That's kind of like... You're sitting in the next fuel island. It's still running. Nah, nah it'll be fine. Nah, it'll be all right. Hey, my shit. in there. Yeah. That's his problem now, right? I mean, you know. <laughs> Oh man, like this this one dude in particular, like he just started out small talking, then he started talking about the church and all the drama at the church, and man, then he was a then he was a union guy way back in the day, and then he was want talking about trying to organize that place. I'm like, yeah, don't talk my name into that shit. I ain't getting in trouble for that. Checking all the boxes, like real religion is a red flag. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm just like trying to be nice enough to where when he brings something in, he's gonna spare me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, "Oh, that guy was nice to me." Like the the other day, he asked me if he could smoke a cigarette outside. I said, "I don't care if you smoke a cigarette inside." Yeah, <laughs> it don't give a shit, dude. I don't. I ain't nobody. <laughs> and Boy, am I oh I man, that guy. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> Billy Madison. It's kind of the same thing. It's it's weird, man. He said he's a hoarder and got a bunch of shit in his house. And he's like, yeah, I'm probably going to be cleaning up everything in one corner of the room. But I just got dust everywhere. I can't get rid of it. I'm like, oh, okay. Right on, man. I was like, well, you have a good day. And he'll just keep walking while I'm trying to drive off on the forklift and it's like, oh man, I should have just fucking not said nothing to this dude. Oh, this so, is bad. actually. Oh, this is bad. No, no, it, I don't work with him. He works. I it look. We're like third party warehousing for this other company. So he works for that company. 
And then like uh he's all like he found out that we're union and he wants to like organize and all that shit. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's gonna get to be a bad deal quick. I mean, this I'm not gonna sit in throw a couple of cards down when I walked out, you know. But this is one. This is one of two things. This guy's either a corporate shill, or he's legitimately batshit crazy. No, he's he's batshit crazy. I'm pretty sure he gets dropped off on a bus. Yep. He's going to listen to this podcast, and the dynamic between you two is going to get even weirder. Well, I rotated out of there, man, so unless he comes up here sweeping our floor, I ain't going to see him for a while. So, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, like... Tuesday morning. Hey, Ben. Yeah. If that's your real name. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking, you fucking lying to me. I was like, oh, oh man, this dude's crazier than a fucking... <laughs> yep. Assalamualaikum, buddy. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah, he's gonna show up at the main hub, and yeah, he ain't gonna be asking no questions. You know that that that's kind of how I feel like how that dude is. It's it's wild. Oh, you want to um, know something funny? Yes, I do. Like my wife is um, she's really big into ghost hunting and stuff, and she's uh, <coughs> of course, all women say this. You know, I'm a very empathic person, and Andrea actually is. I've seen it firsthand. Inexplicably, the person that you just described will come up to my wife in Walmart for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. For some reason, she is completely approachable, and it it kind of scares her a little bit, but I laugh. These people just come up out of nowhere and start telling their life story to her. I have that happen to me all the fucking time, dude. All the time, I have weird-ass people just come up to me. I don't feel like I look that approachable, honestly. You don't. You you look like the exact opposite of that. You look like Robert Stack's been interested in your whereabouts more than once, or uh, the guy that replaced him. What's his name? Um, on Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like I don't talk to that dude. What was that shit you sent me last night? That picture with. That was scary. Oh, dude, that was like the uh, man. That was uh, that was some kind of filter that a coworker had on his Snapchat, dude. It made me look like I'd been. Uh, well, it made me look like you know I'd I'd been on like a, a halfway house program for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like your first job since you got back out. Since I've been back out, yeah, I still got to call in once a week, but I'm out. That's what I looked like. Yeah, that was some good stuff. His test with my own pee in years. Yeah, and I'm proud to say I passed it this time. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. I'm I'm always I'm always that that one instance of like just the random shit. Like they have, oh, we got free T-shirts for everybody, and when I get there, doesn't matter if I'm the first guy there or the last one. They're like, yeah, we don't. We ran out. All we got's extra small. It's like, who the fuck's wearing an extra small? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always that one-off thing. Always. And I'm always that guy talking to the weirdos. Yeah, Maybe it's because I look weird. Hell, I'm that, probably that guy that nobody wants to talk to for certain people. It's like, that, oh, shit, that, this dude again. That picture you sent looks like the dude that you described. It's off-putting. <laughs> he looks like that for real. Swear to God, take all the tattoos off, keep the no teeth, the no hair, just cr- look like they found them at like a, the like the dumpster at the Road Ranger down the street. It looks like a reanimated corpse. Yeah. More yeah. Yeah, he looks like an extra on The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what he looks like. Uh, he was telling a story, man, about... Uh, when he worked at this hospital, they used to put him in charge of like incinerating body parts. And uh, he said he he said that he like found a liver on the ground, and one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, did you scoop it up and eat it?" And he goes, "Hell no!" And I could not stop laughing. I was laughing so hard. 
And uh, the guy didn't even know like what we were doing, right? Uh, oh, it was terrible. It was terrible, and it was funny. And then he's like, yeah, they used to always give me them jobs like that. He goes, oh, hell, that smell. We smell different than animals, let me tell you, son. I was like, oh, iron guts, huh? He goes, oh, yeah, I had the stomach for that. <laughs> I got my coworker to laugh, which made me like want to fuck with him even more because that's why you do it, you know? Yeah, this guy's uh, telling dude. me about burning human body parts. That, that's, yes. that, that's a natural reaction. Let's fuck with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that, that, then you'd understand my, my workplace, you know, like, it's a uh, pretty dark, it's, twisted humor, you know. It's a so truck driver thing. It's like, dude, Steve Irwin complex, you know. Crocky, this Crocky, thing, we got a live one. Seventeen different ways. Let's jam our thumb in its ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. As my father to come fucking wipe that place up, man. We're fucking with him. Yeah, welcome to truck <laughs> driving, mate. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, and this other thing, I, um, like all those people in there kept talking about Big Joe. And I'm like, who the fuck's Big Joe? I'm going to tell you who Big Joe is. Big Joe's a goddamn walking pallet jack, an electric pallet jack. And I'm like, this is Big Joe. As I'm on my, you know, Toyota, I'm like, fuck Big Joe. Fucking <laughs> scab. <laughs> <laughs> and they always talk about I'll get Big Joe to do it and it's like they're like dead serious I'm like who the fuck's Big Joe like the whole time I was working down there I didn't know who Big Joe was well, Big oh, Joe's not know. a him it's a thing so we had a anyway I'm glad to be out of that place man I just had to get that off my chest that was a that was a wild ride I had a great time down there but so you you back up in the north country now and you're non-climate controlled shitty old international with my non-climate controlled shitty warehouses yes absolutely yep and i'll make twice the money <laughs> so oh that's what they all say man i'll tell you the proof's in the pudding dude it's a straight eight and skate down there i don't i mean it it was nice because i was like burnout when i went down there everybody gets burnout out there man it's they run you pretty hard you know so it was nice getting to change the scenery. That's like a guy at work said. He's like, you know, like this is like a shit sandwich on white bread. I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, this is a shit sandwich on wheat bread. I'm like, I like wheat bread. I don't really like wheat bread. Honestly, I would probably say that that's a shit sandwich on pumpernickel, dude. It's it's worse than that. It's fucked. And um, anyway, it's all good. You know, but I'm ready to go back up up north and get pissed off up there again. And oh, I can't wait! Screaming at me for no reason. Uh, dude, just you're screaming at at nothing for no reason. At the, you're a different person at those warehouses. Yeah, DJ loves it. I all you guys love it, dude. I'm just raged out all the time. Oh yeah, DJ's a real fine example of what you want to be like. He got arrested at a Volvo Pride Parade. Yeah. Now I will say this: after his you got arrested, is <laughs> go ahead. Name down there was D Jizzle. I mean, yeah. If you know, what I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not just a clever nickname either, fellas. That is, uh, that's real. Yep. And he's not here to defend himself, so it's gonna roll like that the rest of the time we're on here. Yeah. Um. Well, now way, I will. I'm I'm playing the part of Doug tonight too. Well, Doug yep. Butler, uh, yeah, I think here. I think Jenkins number three. I think Jenkins number three took him and the family to fireworks tonight. They're having they're having fireworks uh, tonight. So hmm. you know you can do that when you celebrate, own when you own the county. Celebrate Independence Day around your schedule because exactly you know, the Fourth of July interrupts yachting season. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the helicopter wasn't quite up to snuff at the time. Yeah. You know, they only had the GS five going and he won't be caught dead in anything less than what is it? What are they up to seven now or nine? Well, it I, the turbines weren't polished up to his standards. I mean, you know how much that dude likes his polish. <laughs> you know, true story. We <laughs> we give Doug a lot of shit about being rich. This all started because <laughs> 
because talking on the phone one day, we realized that he was better off than us when he didn't have to pick up sticks out of the yard before he mowed. No shit. <laughs> yeah, because we were all like, damn. Really? Yeah. Like, dude, my dad would have whooped my ass for not picking up shit out of the yard. My dad will still whoop my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm 40 years old, he still whoop my ass. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, telling you. Ah, we just run down to the parts store and buy another set of blades. And, and then we were like, oh, and have your butler put them on for you. And then the the, the legend of Doug was born. Oh, man. <laughs> you talk about balling out. That is one dude that's balling out. Like, do you talk about riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels? He's literally got a gravy train that stops in front of his house. Oh, yeah. He's like Batman, except his parents yeah. are still alive. He, right. He just he. We've said it before. The only reason he drives a truck is so that he can look poor. Yeah. Yeah. It's in his trust fund. He's got to look poor. It's like okay, you got to have like four good people, good friends that are poor as shit and broke as fuck, and you got to actually hang out with them for like five plus years, or you're not getting paid. And he's like, oh fuck, man. All right. And that's how it started. And we're on year two. We're on, yeah. I'm on year longer than that. I'm 20, I met, I met Doug in 2017, and I've literally talked to him, like, we've talked, like, every day for years. Like, ever since I've known him, man, we've been kicking it like that. And uh, love him to death. One of these days, we're going to have to get his ass on here. It just ain't been working out. No. Uh, well, we never do this at, like, 3 a.m. when he's getting out of bed, so... Honestly, he's probably getting ready to go to work right now. It's about time he gets rolling. So, yeah. <laughs> it's usually on load number two at 3 a.m. So, yeah, he's run, he, run, he runs 16 hours a day, folks. He'll go bail hay with his brother, pass out on a fucking hay wagon, go to the ER, come back, finish loading the hay wagon, and then go back to work. Maybe sleep five minutes. He goes back to work because all that truck's got air conditioning. You know, you can relax in there. Yeah. It's quiet. Well, I'll tell you what, man. His, I told him, I said, dude, you could put your truck in the working class down there at Matt's and probably get a trophy. Hey, his shit's clean, dude. I want to see it with the loaner hood on it right now because I know that's killing him. What do you say it, it dude, he hates it. He hates it so much. <laughs> it threw me off the other day. He sent me a picture. I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, Oh, I thought you were back up at the Moore Street Mafia for just a split second. I'm like, oh, that's the other hood. Yeah, it's stupid fucking loader. Uh, oh, well. You know what I was going to say, though, earlier? Whenever DJ did get arrested, uh, his old lady was smart enough to call Mark Yackel at 812-691-1855 that way he could hook his uh, Duramax up and then pull his ass home. You know, pull his truck home, then they'll figure out the rest of that shit later. But well, at least he was me. smart enough to call that. And uh, he said that he had to, he couldn't, he couldn't give the podcast a discount this time because he was spending all that in Lysol. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that was, yeah. He's like, I'm charging people, double for this shit. Because you know what those people do in those type of trucks. And, mm. Well, you don't want to blacklight it. Well, you know, I don't want to say too much, but a lot of it probably involves a fucking goat and a hot plate with curry on the dash. Most of them. That's oh, all I'm saying. Now, now they're going to get him for cultural appropriation, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to do He's going to do another stint in Penn State. That's going to be that's going to be the one to hang him. They, you know, the, uh, that's my third strike, dog. Why are you doing that? The Greco-Roman wrestling they could probably let slide. Yeah, Some misdemeanor shit, but yeah, did it with a Holiday Inn towel on his head. You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> canceled. Oh shit, canceled. You done? Uh, so last week you were with us for a little bit, and then you had to dip out. What? What happened? <laughs> like you, you, you text me like, uh, truck fire. I'll tell you later. Gotta go. So, uh, can you elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, well, at that point, I was out in, uh, I was out in West Terre Haute 
man, it's a cell phone black hole out there. Sure and, is. You know, I AT&T'd on you guys, and then I just I dipped out because it just I was only getting every other word, and it was terrible. And we got stuck there for oh most of the night. Um, but yes, beforehand we had a truck fire. It was amazing. And let me tell you, if you ever consider running a trucking company, keep a minimum of two to five old guys on your payroll. Okay. All right. Because, you know, they, they've always got a story for everything anyways, but they've also been there, done it, seen it all. You know, this, this fucking truck catches on fire. The, the, the little black one that we went and got that was actually been working out really great. You know? Other than so, the truck fire. Yeah, yeah. other than the fires, up until that point, we were happy with it. Boy, I could um, see where you get a little disappointed after that happened. Yeah, I was I was kind of let down for a minute, but um, what had happened was it's it's got an old 400 Cummins in it, and it's got the old cable drive tachometer. Okay. And it the wiring in that truck is pretty original and it wasn't really cut up. They had added a couple of power wires here and there for like strobe lights and but they took all that stuff out. But everything under the dash was like really clean for the most part. But this one plug had been rubbing on that tack cable for quite a while. And then the tack cable underneath the hood finally the insulation wore through and grounded out on an air compressor fitting so we mm. had this hot wire that was energizing that cable and it was grounding you know sending power into a steel fitting and uh the dash caught on fire well you have a recipe for a barbecue so naturally you know the dash is smoking and everything else and we pop the hood and there's always that one smart-ass old man that says, oh, there's a problem right there. The motor's not yellow. You get a caterpillar. <laughs> oh, God damn. Yep. Well, well, flames are coming out the window. You know, it's like, ah, that's a problem right there. And You know, this thing's going to burn to the ground. Oh, I've seen worse. And he pulls out his pocket knife and just starts cutting shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not like one of these pussy pocket knives that you spend $9,000 on. You know, it's something that their grandpa gave them. Yeah, it's an old-timer or a case knife. Oh, yeah, that a collector would spend like three or $4,000 on. And yeah. You know, castrating hogs and cutting up steak with it. And, you know, just, just <laughs> Cut my son's umbilical cord, this son of a bitch right here. <laughs> yeah, I know them types of dudes. Down, yeah. Just reaches down and cuts the fucking tack cable in half with it, you know. <laughs> like, God damn. Only That's awesome. It with one side of uh, the sharpening stone that my grandpa, grandpa's grandpa picked up from a whore in Korea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's some kind of really fucked up backstory every time. Oh, yep. yeah. And this, we were excited. This knife, see this had... knife right here? It's killed three jets. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't need to know that, but all right. Cool. Yeah. And I, I got it from an Englishman that I killed those Japs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it, damn. Was, it was definitely a night to remember because, you know, we got, we had six trucks out on the highway for the first time all year. It's been, you know, it's been a shit year. Man, oh, it's, God, it, dude, to me, it feels, I mean, I'm on the outside looking in, you know, but like, I go <laughs> by the. like I am too. Right. You're like, oh, you and me both. But I haven't seen, and maybe it's just me, I haven't seen a lot of shit going on around here this year, you know? I've heard anywhere from some guys are seventeen to $20,000 behind where they were last year. Good God. And I yeah, believe uh, it, man. I've seen a lot of stone hauling, a lot of dirt hauling, ain't seen a lot of hot rocking, ain't seen a lot of barrier wall here either, so... I don't know what the hell they're doing, but they ain't doing it. So, so yeah, the the push is on more than ever to go, and you know, yeah, in true fashion, 
right right at two minutes before start time there's smoke billowing out of our cab yeah like ah great so we it's a tale as old as time brian it was a night to remember because we just you know then it started raining like a motherfucker too oh yeah that's the other part of the story i'm getting to that okay okay yes i'm sure that's probably a good element we got this this newer kid that doesn't really know how we operate, he's watching us dissect his truck. Like, we just started cutting wires until it stopped smoking. Yeah, makes sense. And then, then we fired it up. We're like, all right, what works? We, we started turning lights on and shit until we got everything calmed down and we put it back together. And he's like, I don't know about driving this thing. You're like, well, we can sign you out and send you home. Uh, I think I'll try it. Good dude, I'd be, I'd be like Ghost Rider out in that motherfucker, dude. I'd be fucking on fire driving that thing on the oh, clock, yeah. bub. Especially after the year we've had, you know? Yeah. But, like, yeah, after midnight, this rolls a time and a half. I'm going to fucking drive this thing literally on fire. So I have I have no idea of the weather coming in or anything. It's Kent, as we're putting it back together, I'm busting his nuts because when we bought this truck, He's like, man, the wiring harness is pristine. You know, it's, 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 oh, yeah. I'm sitting there and with handfuls of scorched spaghetti the other night, just like, oh, it ain't cut up or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And famous like last the, words for the 80th time this year, my boss told me to go fuck myself, which is kind of, yeah. Now. Well, but he made I mean, a remark that he was one lightning strike away from all of his problems being solved. You see? No, yeah. So, I was talking to you guys on the podcast, and as I got over into Illinois and made the flip to come back, the biggest, brightest (laughs) display of lightning I've seen all year is going off, and we're just like, oh, great. The truck's been on fire, and now Kent's going to get his wish. We're all going to be out of a job. Yeah, it'll be all brand new shit. Like... Like, right as you guys were were talking, I think Phil said something about it. You guys seeing this lightning show? Uh, mm-hmm. Phil watched to talk us. about the weather. It, yeah. It, it unleashed hell on us. We were sitting out there on the side of the road for a couple of hours waiting on that to go through so we could go back to work. It was, which was good because the fire truck wasn't running, so it wasn't catching on fire. Yeah. What? Well, how long did you guys end up going that night? Uh, six a.m. Mm, that's From, a good night then. Yeah. Yeah, it's so with uh, with all that stuff that you're doing with the barrier wall. I mean, that could be anywhere in the whole state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've been to Fort Wayne with it. We've been. Uh, uh, Bloomington around, you know, uh, the I-69 project around Martin. Oh, I've been on that one. Yeah, that's a good oh, yeah. time. All them bridge transitions, I did all them that one year. Yeah. At a company that no longer exists. <laughs> so, I couldn't believe they went out, dude. Like, wasn't that crazy, man? They had so many trucks, too, and they're just like, yeah, you know, I think we're uh, just shut her down, boys. Like, mm-hmm. damn, man, that sucks. That's I still crazy. See a few of them out there with the, yeah. with the name on them. So, I don't, yeah, that's I don't what's know. weird. I wonder what happened with all that. I wonder if they just didn't switch up the, the stickers or something, or they're just running a few trucks. I don't know. I, I, I'd heard they were, they were getting behind with the union, and then I'd also heard health issues and, mm. Uh, yeah, you know, when I worked for them, dude, around. they were really nice. They were good people, man. They were really, really nice family to work for. It was just too spread out for me, dude. I was literally chasing my paychecks every week, and I'd work in Bloomington, Evansville, Muncie, Indy, everywhere, man. And I just, oh, I got was, tired of it, man. I was the same when we brokered through them, you know. And I know it sucked. I like about them was, oh, we're gonna be busy, and then you know. Three with three, three days, yeah. Minutes, you think, ah, oh, we're done. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't like that pencil whipping bullshit, man. That that shit. Yeah, they were bad about that. that. That's frustrating, man. You know, and then you're finishing out the day stockpiling. It's like, man, fuck this, fuck There's only this, one man. Company I ever worked for that really did that. 
and it's to the west of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, of course, that's still their thing. And right. Well, don't worry, you're gonna get your eight. And like, yeah, I know, I was gonna get it anyways. Well, we need to stockpile without going. Yeah. On. You know, my thing is, you're yeah, eight's cool, but uh, ten and twelve's a lot better. You know. Especially this time of year when you're. Man. I I don't know, man. I, I'm sure some I'm sure some companies are doing pretty well because you know a couple companies got some good work contracts this year. But I guarantee you, some of them ain't doing very good at all. You know, I just you can tell who's doing good by who's running around and what they got on their back. And well, you know, some of them ain't got a whole lot on the back these days. So yeah, ah, I don't know. You know, I think a lot of the I really, I don't know much about what's going on out here because it's, <clears throat> I just kind of choose not to participate in this whole scene. Out yeah, here. yeah. a lot of politics, it, it, a lot, uh, a lot of backstabbing, which yeah, it is. is. I, n- I never did fit in out here, man. Like they, like I was a good fit in Indy because everybody was, you know, pretty thick skinned and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have no, you know, clicks. Per se, like there was out here, but I will say this though: a lot of good dudes out here, a lot of guys that I really liked working with. So, oh yeah, wasn't it wasn't like that for me? It was just getting ripped off and lied to. I just got tired of it, you know. So, yeah. Well, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a good deal where, you know, my my days to pay are really extremely short, and these guys out here want to want want you to float them. 30 or more mm-hmm. because you know they get caught up in these bidding wars and they undercut each other to the point where they're only making a dollar an hour and you know, <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna drag up on what i'm doing to go haul stockpile yeah hell with that dude that shit's get paid 90 days later you know yeah i don't blame you one bit man i mean uh but indy's problem it, you know, it's they touched on it earlier in the year over there at the hall. Is uh, uh, Indiana's a right to work state, and now you got all these right to workers, busted sideboard people, what uh, we call them section eight trucks. Section eight we've, trucks, we've seen them without license plates, without DOT numbers, farm plates. Oh, yeah, just. Out there making the same wage that I am. Yeah, you know, to me, since we don't have anybody here to shut us down on this, I'm just going to talk about all this. And if you're a working man and you're against the union, I, I feel like it's just either you were personally really bitter with whoever fucked you over or you're just... um uneducated on how they work because uh, I mean yeah, if they're I'm a devil's advocate here yeah I've been on both sides of that fence so have I <clears throat> and you know poor leadership leads you astray a- absolutely man and that's what I'm gonna say like it's but the union drives the standard of wages for everybody and if you're a working man you should you should want to get the best deal you can hell man once I found out I could go work for somebody and I didn't have to pay for my, my benefits or my retirement. Hell yeah, I'm going to do that. Who the hell wouldn't want to do that? But what I don't like on the other side, I don't like all the bullshit with bid sheets and seniority rights. I, I don't like all that, man. I don't like how the guys at the top can fuck the guys at the bottom and there ain't shit management can do about it. And I, you know, I get it. You put your time in or whatever, but you know, like normally you keep rolling till the shit's done. And then like, there's these other places that are set up, um, you know, they're out, they're gone and they don't care what's on the board and management ain't going to say shit to them, you know? So I don't know. That's, I don't like that part, but, um, well, like the way our seniority is structured is way different. You know, the guy at the top can screw you, but at the end of the year, when layoff time rolls around, your scene, our seniority gets restructured. Mm-hmm. 
So it's whoever my boss wants to call back first and whoever gets in so many hours. So, and I've seen this happen. You can take a guy that's been at the company for six or seven years that's top dog. You can bust him right back down to the bottom. If they did that where I work, man, that whole board would flip-flop, and there'd be some pissed-off motherfuckers. Well, if it went off hours work, that whole board would look completely different. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way our board worked at one place I was at. Mm-hmm. It, uh, It'd piss it you off. At, it works out great for the owner because it breeds sure does. competition like no other. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys that give a fuck, guys that don't give a fuck, they don't care. But you know, I could see both sides of it because your guys that don't give a fuck that are at the top that are just you know cherry picking the mm-hmm. screwing the other guys you, you know you get you get that guy like hey man if you don't want to work that's fine but you bust yourself back down here to the bottom where you can you can you know chill out and and work three days a week if you're lucky and well, that's not fair well oh, you know kind of gives the young go-getters a chance to get a leg up and get some of that good work but yeah. Well, I mean, where I'm at, um, none of it's good work, so I guess we're all suffering together. <laughs> yeah, it's... Just different start times, you know. But yeah, it, yeah. I mean, there is there, yeah, there That's is no perfect way of doing right. shit. Well, I mean, it our shit pretty much runs itself, man. But like, you know, uh, it is what it is, man. You know, like I. I personally, I something really, something really bad or something really great would have to come better than what I have now for me to leave where I'm at. Like, well, I don't like the uncertainty with my bids, but I know, I know in time it'll be better, you know, and, and everybody deals with it. And it, it's really hard for me to deal with it. Uh, Cause I'm just like stressed out about not seeing my kids. You know, like I love being a dad and, I, and I'm like, man, all these other guys had to deal with this shit too for way longer than I'm probably going to have to. It's and just, it's, it's a big adjustment. You know, them guys didn't have cell phones either. Like one advantage that we have over our predecessors is you got your phone glued to the dash. You can hit a button and a camera pops up and mm-hmm. your kid can see you and can talk to you. And yeah, and did that the other day, actually, man. And that, that made my day, man, because it was a long-ass day. And uh, that was nice. You know, that was definitely nice. I do like the FaceTimes. Yeah, that's... I will say that's one thing that technology has done to make that job easier. Is it, it's Oh, not... dude, now, I, know, I, know, I know everybody goes through that. You know, there there ain't no good... There ain't no good schedule out there. Where you're either making good money and you got really hard hours or you're not making shit and you got banker hours. But, you know, what's the trade-off? Like, what do you want? Do you want a good schedule or do you want, you know, you want to make the money? Because for guys at the bottom, it's hard to do both. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I'm, I know the guys at the top. Guys at the top are making good money and got a good schedule. But, hell, they put 20, 20 plus years in the game. They ought to be doing that. So I mean, it's it's tough, man. Hell, I know I know guys that got that got bid times all the way up till noon, and they ain't going home till ten ten o'clock midnight. You know, and and that shit's rough. And then uh, DJ, uh, our Volvo loving associate, his like his bid that he's on right now. He works uh, Tuesday through Saturday. I I personally wouldn't want to do that. You know, but like with what he's doing it was either that or it was like uh it was like you get saturday or you get sunday and monday off or like uh i don't remember how his days of off work man it was weird it, it oh, wasn't ideal but he's got sunday and monday off now to look at volvos Ugh. yeah because he has spent like all year just making fun of us saturday and sunday he's been at the lake and now he's <laughs> Yeah, and I'm working Monday. I'm cool with that. It's it's a shit ton of money to work on Monday. I'm fine with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I work I work Saturday. Now, 
there's sometimes I don't work them. Like when I'm pissed off at my manager, I don't work them. You know, which we're cool right now, so I'll run them. You know, but uh, like when you don't run them, it's like, man, that was kind of stupid because that's like a four or five hundred dollar day. You know, working a Saturday. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like shit. Probably should have just put that shit aside and ran it anyway, you know. But and Saturdays are chill, man. It's pretty laid back most of the time on Saturday. So but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, my company, man. Whether I I mean I hate to admit it too, man, because I fancied myself a bit of an outlaw for the longest time and I'm a complete sellout that wears polo shirts now. Ah, well I'll bring you back to the dark side one of these days. I've just Yeah. I've got to find the right, the right combination of Caterpillar and if you want an automatic or an 18 speed and, you know, how many axles is it going to have? And, yeah. You know, like if I can get out of asphalt in Indianapolis, I, I know I've got you on the hook. You got me reeled in if you can get out of Indy <laughs> for sure. You know, dude, ah, I, I, man. We'd have some fun, dude. I I love doing that kind of shit. Oh, we always did. Man. Your truck is as dark as your soul. I will never forget that as long as I live. The lady the lady could not scale out trucks. She was laughing so hard about that. Uh, you know, it was true, man. Dude, that motherfucker was yelling at me one time, and our boss was like, get him. Don't let that motherfucker talk to you. And I was like, you ain't going to fucking talk to me like that, old man. I'm a grown motherfucker. Like, I just chilling out the window at him, and our boss thought that was the funniest thing ever. And uh, yeah, that dude didn't like me from that point. No, no, of course not. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I didn't like him either, so it's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a problem with anything, guys. Uh, shit, that is just a that's, like a, that's like a dog fighting environment. You feel like a chain pit bull working there, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well. Learned a lot. Yeah. Learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot about myself. You know, learned what I was willing to put up with and not put up with, and I don't put up with much. I will say I put up with more shit here than I put up with anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, damn it. It's like you really start thinking about, like, how bad do I need this fucking job? And it's like, you yeah. He just bought another new car, and uh, it's he got three kids and an old lady at home. So, yeah, you need this fucking job. <laughs> it's like, shit, why can't you just hit the lottery, man? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God, I'd love to hit the fool's tax. Just once. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's uh, we'd, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're a star own asphalt company. We'd be, we wouldn't even know how to run the fucking thing. We'd just be talking shit the whole time. Running it into the ground. We'd run into the ground. Just like Gerald R. Ford did. <laughs> FDR was yeah. in the White House. Gerald Ford was... What was it? Gerald Ford was president. And Jimmy Carter was running this country into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. that dude, that's one of the funniest bits off that movie. And uh, it that, was the eighties. <laughs> that when we all know that guy, every trucking company has one. That, He's seen it all. Yeah, can't tell him shit. Oh nope. man, I'll tell you. <laughs> and they fuck everything up. If you don't know, like, how do you still have a job? It's you probably you. You're probably that guy. <laughs> Yeah, just like I'm probably that guy that people don't want to talk to at work, you know? They're like, oh, shit, this dude again. She was looking for a high roller, and I flashed them dimes, and the next thing I knew, we were back at her place. Well, it was her car, but... Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> them guys are... Oh, man. Uh, what a great show we're having. I'm having a lot of fun. Your back doing any better? That's ah, getting there. It's yeah. one of the joys of getting old. Don't jump out of your truck, kids. People yelled at me for years, you know, doing the cool fireman slide down the back of the sleeper mm -hmm. off your trailer. And 
Now, if I sneeze wrong, I, I can't walk for three days. I can't walk as it is, man. I couldn't do none of that shit. I'm three points of contact every time. Always have been. Oh, well, look at you. Little Mr. D.O.T. book. Yeah. Fucking Boy Scout. Yeah. There's a little, did you yep. get your little merit badge for that one, did you? I did. Yep. I remember uh, they used to say in truck driving school, it's like, oh, uh, God, we've had, I, I think they were full of shit, man. I don't believe none of these guys because, like, I'm, I'm going to get off on this tangent and then get back to where we're going with what I was originally talking about. Like, these fucking guys that these that they hire for these truck driving schools, man. Like, looking back now, me now, I'd be like, you're a fucking idiot, and you're a fucking idiot, and you're the biggest fucking idiot out of all these fucks. You know? Those um, you can't do, teach. Exactly. Dude, the requirements for them instructors ain't shit. Like, oh, you gotta have three months on your own. And it's like, well, hell, anybody from CRST can do that, you know. <laughs> uh, That's how you yeah, land that job. Yeah. So these oh, guys would be like, oh, we had guys pass their tests, like do phenomenal, and then they'd be excited and they jump off top step, and his motherfucker lean down on his knee. Had his knee up on a chair at the front of the classroom. He's like, we fucking failed him. It's like, man, you didn't fucking do that. Ain't nobody going to do that stupid shit. You know? Three points of contact. They know what they're looking for. Ain't nobody. I mean, it's a cool story, I guess. But I don't know. They're a bunch of fucking dipshits to teach in them schools, man. Yeah, we fucking failed. No, you didn't. You offered him a lease purchase. Yeah, that's where you failed him's offering a lease purchase. Yeah, you failed him, all right. <laughs> you failed him in more ways than one. Yeah. That dude's yeah. financially ruined because of that fucking agreement. Well, we had a buddy that went through truck driving school for a company. I think it was Pam. Oh, fuck. And sure as shit. I've seen them backing up. He, he comes out of orientation and naturally, well, we don't have any company trucks available. We do have a couple of lease purchases. Hmm. Motherfucker wasn't smart enough to say, it's a goddamn company truck. You own it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, signed on the dotted line. He didn't make it four months. Yeah, I'm not don't, surprised. Don't, don't, don't fall for that. You're... Uh, that, that is... If they have a truck to lease to you, then they have a truck to provide for you to drive. That it's it's that simple, you know. They Absolutely, dude. Paper, they're trying to get you to pay them to drive their truck. That's all that is. Well, you know, I had a the company I was with before I'm where I'm at now. That on that owner tried pulling that bullshit with me, and I said, "Let me see some payout statements." And he showed me the payout statements, and after fuel and uh, all his bullshit that he took out and everything, the dude made like $100 more a week than I did, and I wasn't making shit. And I said, uh-huh. and I don't have insurance? He goes, well, yeah, you'd have to have your own insurance because you'd technically be an owner-op. I said, no, lease purchase is different than an owner-op. So, But anyway, I said, so I wouldn't have any benefits? He goes, yeah, I was like, yeah, I ain't fucking doing that. He goes, that's good money. I said, that ain't good money. That dude ain't making shit. The only thing he can do is turn down a load, and you're not forced dispatch anyway. So, I don't know. I've been trying. I've, I've, I have been attempted to been had. Maybe I look dumb. I probably do. Looking at that picture I posted, you know. So, <laughs> I do look dumb. I would hire that. I was guy. like, no. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Least purchase yep. of that guy all day long. Yep, you know, and, and and I have, and I have a forklift certification, and I ripped off two support ribs off the roof of the trailer yesterday. On top of all that, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's yeah. what happens when you're living the dream, you know. Now I will say this: they came back over, slid them in place, place did a couple of self-tapping screws. You can't even tell I did it. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But still, man, hurt my pride, you know. Um, need something else um, I wanted to hit on tonight uh, was uh, 
don't be a douchebag out on the road. Like if you're in a if you're in a governed truck, don't try to pass another truck when you're a governed truck, man. It just doesn't work out for anybody. Like fifteen miles to pass somebody, just fucking back her down. You know what I'm saying, Brian? Come on, man. You know where I'm at with this. Passed by a governed truck. Tap the brake pedal for ten seconds. Let them buy. Do the rest. Let them buy. You're doing, yeah, man. Like all you're doing, all you're doing is pissing people off. You ain't doing any good for anybody, you know. I can't stand that shit. I hate that. I've been dealing with it coming home from work lately. It's like, man, why do they do this? Like I, I have never done that. When I was in government trucks, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. You can pass me. It's fine. It's fine. You know, probably going to end up in a fucking work zone anyway and bottlenecked up. So it's all good. Um, what else do you got as far as that goes for not being a douchebag on the road? I feel like taking your 30-minute break in the fuel islands is grounds for beating somebody's ass. And it's becoming a more prevalent thing every fucking day. Yeah, it is. The people that just about it, like, oh, I'm on my 30-minute break. That is the one time that I support tow truck companies coming in there and fucking with you. Because I guarantee you, your 30-minute break is over when he drops the hook in front of you. Oh, yeah. You bet your ass. That's the one time I support them putting them fucking boots on trucks. Yeah. You know, you're going to park that son of a bitch so you you and your partner can go take a fucking 30-minute shower. That's fine. But mm-hmm. it's going to cost you $2,800 to get your truck back rolling. Absolutely. Dude, you know, speaking I on that shit, at, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I don't blame anybody. Like, if you're waiting on the guy to pump fuel in front of you, you run in, take a piss real quick, grab a snack, you come back out. That's utilizing your time. That's way different. You know, yeah, guys, I've, I've done that a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're up against the gun fighting that stupid little timer in your truck anyway. Because mm-hmm. I, I I had a partner. I love him to death. But if, if the truck in the fuel island pulled up and the one behind him wasn't there, you know, and it was like two to three minutes. He was going around him and he was getting fuel. And like we had this discussion more than once like, man, you're going to get shot. Yeah. You got to go because this guy would come back naturally with a fucking windy sack or something, you know. Oh, yeah. What the hell, man? And it'd be 15 to 20 minutes later, my guy's already pumped his fuel and the guy in front of him still hasn't moved, you know. I just. I, I know exactly who you're talking about, too. That's what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah then it then it turns into now we've got our fuel and i still can't go any like one day i got trapped at a truck stop because somebody was taking their 30 minute this driver and his old girlfriend or whatever they're strolling around the truck stop looking at shit i'm on the phone with his dispatcher complaining because, because i'm stuck and <laughs> the guy that i'm supposed to be running with because we we certified scales together, so I had half of the equipment we needed to do the job. I'm still mm-hmm. stuck in Little Rock, Arkansas, trying to get out of the, you know, while he's 30 miles down the road, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're just not a care in the world, and they, oh, I hate it. I can't stand them fuckers, man. And I've seen them a thousand times, and it's great. They're totally fucking oblivious to everything. Oh, the worst one is the is the Monrovia one. You know, it's, mm. it's one way in, one way out, and it doesn't matter what time of day you go. There's always people camping out in the fuel island, and it's no... 3 a.m. It's minimum 30 minutes get out of that place. Mm-hmm. You're, you're better off to just rip half the shit down and go through the gas station side of it. You know, even by yeah. the time you total your trailer and get the fuel pumps peeled out from under your truck, you're still going to get the ro- get back on the road 10 minutes faster than you would going around back. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Horrible. I don't I don't I don't like either fucking side of that bridge uh for them. Mm-mm. Both of them suck. Oh yeah. I hate both of them. Um dude, something else man like really that's really been like I mean, I don't have to deal with it anymore, but, like, the guys that do, I feel for them. 
every goddamn parking spot at the fucking uh, truck stop uh, there at 46 is like fucking paid parking. And these, these guys prepay these parking spots, dude, like way the fucking advance, which I guess that's smart. I feel like you shouldn't have to pay to fucking park to sleep and take a shit in the shower. You know what I'm saying? No. That's crazy. No. That's 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 fucking just um, vampire sucking more money from a dude that's not probably making money anyway. You know, uh, just trying to fucking have a safe place to sleep. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't, this whole industry's fucked. You know, but like mm -hmm. that. Shame on the one nine, especially. Fuck the one nine. As a whole, fuck that company. I don't give a shit. All those paid parking spots. I mean, it's like the whole fucking lot damn near. I don't know if you've paid attention to it lately, dude, but it's a lot of them are paid parking now. I know it's all the and ones it's, that have easy access to the restaurant and the Chrome shop. And, well, and it's all... and it's all call it a Chrome shop. No, it ain't a fucking Chrome shop. Not anymore. Fuck no. Of course, I've, I've been in that place since talking like 83 you know when you could mm -hmm. you could go in there and you could buy anything and everything for a truck and have it put on on yeah. on site now it's you know well we've got uh lug nut covers and boot brushes and you know it's it's chrome shop yeah Stop. a fifth wheel puller if you're lucky yeah yeah it's weird that... weird. yeah yeah, not like what the back hook on it. Like, I don't even know what the hell that's for. Not yeah, a clue what that I, thing's for. I've never seen a double stack fifth wheel in my life. Not no. It doesn't exist. I'm not but, uh, I'm not going to eat my own words on that and say it doesn't exist because watch it. It fucking exists for some dumbass reason. But it, I don't know, man. Shit's changing. And I mean, a lot of it's changing. I guess the industry's changing for what they think is in a positive manner, but dude, all they're doing is driving more guys out of the industry, driving well, more yeah, guys into other yeah, career fields. They're driving them out, and then they're speeding up automation. Yeah, and that shit's only going to go so far, man. That's. I think that's the problem that we're having is some some people are getting scared of it because, like, you know, the van freight guys are probably going to be the ones that get the long dick of that first so oh yeah the long haulers for sure everybody's trying to trying to get into that specialty market now where it's going to be a little harder like putting a self-driving truck on a on a job site it's going to be kind of difficult in the beginning but too many variables mm -hmm. too many variables dude There's too many stupid fucking people driving cars and it's it's not going to work it ain't going to yeah. work. I mean, in a controlled environment like a parking lot or an airport, yeah, absolutely, man. Have at it. I don't want to fucking go there anyway. I hate going to the airport, you know? Um, but a road job with live traffic? No fucking way is that ever going to work. Hell no. <laughs> I want to see it happen just to prove them that it ain't going to work, you know, because it ain't going to be good. It's going to be <laughs> trucking all over again and and then crash yeah. into shit and yeah. losing the barrier wall in an intersection. Right. Oh, yeah. God, that was classic. Where's your 10th piece? I don't know. It was there when we left. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I believe it. Always salt your trailer decks in the wintertime when it's snowed, kids. Always, always, always. Always. Rock salt. Well, tricks of the trade. Yeah. Concrete will slide off of aluminum when it's cold enough. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that hole in wall. Uh that one winter, early spring setting everything up in Taylorsville. It got a little dicey sometimes because it was like raining, snowing, sleeting all on the same day. It's like, oh, that shit kind of moved a little bit. That ain't yep. good. Oh, when it's raining and then it gets cold as you're, you know. The truck moving down the road provides just enough cool air to start freezing that rain. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's it's an amazing oh, time. Awesome. What a time that's to be alive time. in a truck. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. For sure. I always make a, always make myself a, 
a miniature headache rack when when the weather gets like that you know where you lay a piece of dunnage across the front and back of the trailer <laughs> yeah not gonna do much but just a little peace of mind for you oh man uh i remember like one day i was hauling that shit and it was raining just fucking just hammering all day and had to get three loads from uh state road nine Mm-hmm. And then down to Taylorsville, dude. So that was like all the way through, you know, it sucked. And uh, it was just raining and sleeting and all that shit. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we had an operator. They said fucking went home. They left the key in the telehandler. So I downloaded my old truck all, all day, man. I was just soaked. I was like, holy shit, this is miserable. It sucked, dude. That was probably my best holiday wall experience. Oh, well, oh man! Hammer to boot. Those are great. Yeah, I mean, it had a cab and it had heat, but it didn't have a door. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was fun. Yeah, just oh, yeah. just warm yeah. enough to, uh, you know, know you had heat, but really didn't do shit. So, and all the rain it was a miserable day. Sideways. It was, dude. I was miserable the whole day. It sucked. Windshield wiper won't work because the water's on the inside. Yeah, yeah, and then you're like taking your arm, which is also soaked, and you're rubbing it on the windshield, and then you can't see shit even more. Yeah, just smearing it around. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's a good time. Well, uh, I think we had a pretty good show this time. I mean, just kind of winging it, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get DJ on here and talk about going to Penn State for his undergrad sometime. So sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks. We had a we had a lineup change with that. We had a really good bit to go along with that too. But we'll definitely have to get them on here um, and tell that because that is a pretty funny story in itself. But Brian, unless you got anything else, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut this down. Nope, uh, I think I've bored everybody enough for tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's probably still, uh, they've probably been long asleep that's been listening to this. But for those of you that haven't, um, we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Uh, keeps growing and getting bigger. Uh, anybody that wants to be on the show, we've had people hitting us up saying they kind of wanted to be on the show. Hit us up directly on our Pickle Park After Dark podcast Facebook page. Uh, we got the messenger set up and everything. I don't have, TikTok. I don't have Instagram. Uh, we just got a plain old fashioned Facebook. So uh, if you because if you guys are interested down, in kind of yeah, we're boomers. Yeah, we're a little bit of boomer on us. So I mean, we're just being honest. But anybody interested, in maybe wanting to come on, and you got any cool trucking stories, or we'd love to hear them. Um, also, if you like us, share the podcast with somebody. Um, and don't forget to like us on Facebook at the Pickle Park After Dark Podcast Facebook page. Um, Brian, as always, it's a pleasure. It's great to be here again. All right, man. Well, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for everybody tuning in this week. We'll catch you later. We'll see you, bud. All right. Bye-bye.